All right, in this episode, we are going to be talking about um, racial representation. Uh, we're going to continue going into that. And then I'm also going to, at, at some point in this episode, I got distracted and started talking about what I would do if I, you know, what I want to do if I ever did get some, you know, if I could make my story into a TV show. Because I want to make it into a TV show, you know, and all that other stuff. So I kind of got distracted and I talked about my dream of like what I would do if I was in that situation. But still, it's one of those things, you know? So, welcome to the episode. Alright. <clears throat> oh, Jesus, it's hot as hell. Sorry, it's just hot. It's hot. Anyway, so I have my fan. And we're gonna just do um, another episode of this thing. I know that I said that I was gonna talk about on... Um, the, a continuation of the last episode and stuff like that. Fuck that. I'm tired. It's, it, it's been another day, so it's been another day after that. And yeah, we're just gonna continue, alright? So this is gonna be another TED Talk, right? So this is gonna be another TED Talk, but we're gonna talk about something that kind of I wanted to address in the last episode because we kind of did kind of get into it, but not really. Okay? Now this is a... Um, I used to do this thing... On my Instagram story. I used to do this thing on my Instagram story where I used to do like TED Talks, right? My little TED Talks. Where the hell was it? Where are you? Where are you? Come on. There it is. So I used to do these little TED Talks on my Instagram story. You know, and then afterwards I would highlight them so that they can, in a sense, I hoped that my followers or my friends would end up learning something from what I had to say. And then, you know, apply it to whatever they wanted to make. You know? It's silly, but at the same time, I did it. <laughs> so, when I created the story... Or, no, no, no. This episode is specifically going to be talking about... Or this part, specifically, is going to be talking about racial diversity in TV shows and stories and other stuff like that. Okay? Now... Um, this is something that's part of the podcast and stuff like that. So I'm going to stand up and walk around for a bit. So you might notice that my voice is a little bit far, farther farther or closer, but whatever. But yeah. Now one of the things is I created my story. I technically have Tales That Comes in War, A Puppet's Life, Hero of the Hero, Life and Death, The Reaper's Kids. Five stories. Technically. And maybe I might have more that I just am not thinking about. But still, I have five stories technically. Okay? These are five different entire things. And I created all of these things specifically off of everything that I personally feel when I look at the characters and stuff like that. TV shows, all the extra stuff. These are just random things that I personally know. Or I personally know or I personally just don't like. I don't like that these TV shows... I don't like that this TV show does this with their characters. I don't like that TV show does that. So, you know, it's all just that. As I said in the first episode, I am not a professional. I am not a professional. Okay? So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about, in my experiences, racial diversity. Now, a lot of TV shows used to do this thing where they have sort of a quota. You know, it's like a quota that they have to have 
at least one black character and at least one Spanish character. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, it's a Spanish character. And if you're even more lucky, it's an Asian character. You know? But a lot of times these TV shows won't do anything else like that, you know? And it's a little odd, you know? Now, it's still better. Things are obviously getting better, obviously, with new shows and stuff like that. But still, back in the day, it was really, really difficult. And technically, even though we're still getting new shows that are actually being more racially inclusive and stuff like that now, it's still kind of a fucking issue, okay? It's still kind of an issue. Now, one thing, because, um, let me pull it up, actually, hold on. One thing I used to say something about was, where are you, where are you, where are you? There it is. <clears throat> I posted on my Instagram story a picture of one, two, three, four, five. Five different characters, okay? The characters are Marco Diaz from Star vs. Forces of Evil, Juan Dissimo from Fairly Odd Parents. Generator Rex or Rex Salazar from Generator Rex. Dora, whatever the fuck her last name is, from Dora the Explorer and Sheer uh, and Sheen, whatever the hell his last name is, from Jimmy Neutron. I don't know the other show that Shane had by himself. I have no idea what that show was. It was a weird show. But anyway, but yeah. Um I asked, what do all these characters have in common? They are all canon Mexican characters. And please don't, I'm reading this stuff off. This is not a bad, this is not bad in any way, but it's become a, it becomes a problem when multiple shows only show one country. Many cartoons like to do this thing where they have a representative quota, quotes. This, uh, this means, or this shows, this show needs at least one female main character one black character, one Hispanic, or one Asian character. Please note, these two are optional. And many shows have one single character to represent hundreds of people. Or hundreds of peoples. I was supposed to put an S on that one. Mexico is the go-to whenever a show wants to appeal to Spanish-speaking audiences. This, is of course, uh, this, of course, doesn't really help in a few ways. Some shows use a, uh, use a Mexican characters as an exotic love interest and make them dance with a rose in their mouth and have a heavy accent. Mexican equals sexy, exotic, weird customs that the other male characters view as embarrassing or flamboyant, or love to show off. These, uh, these are not really good examples. They use this character as a comic relief. This is, so, uh, this is okay as long as the show has no real plot or any interesting or any interest in, expo- in exploring the character more. And my example for this is Wandissimo. Wandissimo is basically just a Mexican character for comic relief, okay? That's, that's basically his whole point of existence, comic relief. Other shows use the character to educate the non-Mexican fans in Mexican culture. This is always good, but not all shows have a reason to do this. Of course, my example is Dora. And the best, in my opinion, is when shows acknowledge that the character is Mexican, but they don't make the character's whole identity revolve around it. The character brings up the fact that they're Mexican as a conversation starter, or wears traditional Mexican clothing uh, to a special events, or switches to Spanish when speaking to non-English speaker. Being Mexican is not the only thing that makes these characters interesting, you know? I hated Jimmy Neutron, but I will give him credit. And of course, I included Marco, Rex, and Sheen. How many TV shows uh, have a main character who's African? 
not black, I mean African from the continent Africa, or an Asian or Middle Eastern character, or literally any other kind of Hispanic. When it comes to Asian characters, Asian people only get Chinese. If a TV show has an Asian character, it's most likely going to be a stereotype, uh, stereotype comic relief or an unknown Asian. A bunch of shows have characters who look like they could be Asian, but the creators won't put a name on it at all. Chloe Park is the golden standard of what should be done with, mo- uh, with most non uh, with all non-white characters. Co- uh, um, she is a Korean girl. It says just Korean girl, but. A uh, girl speaks Korean when, our sp- uh, when her parents want to talk to her on a more emotional level. Her last name is Park, a very common name in Korea, basically the Smith of Korea. They even stereotype her in a way that's not even racist, but more of a damn, uh, we do kind of do that kind of way. There is one kind of problem though. They do go with the whole Asian super smart stereotype. I'm not going to include the rest of this clip because I put I plugged in a clip from Lee Bear's show, but the clip that I incorporated into it was the clip where it was Ice Bear, Panda, and Grizz coming to Chloe's house, and they all bought Lacroix. They all basically a version of Lacroix, right? So they all bought Lacroix, and when they walked in, it was just a bunch of shoes all over the floor, right in front of the door. You know, I showed this to a friend. And then he said, oh my God, my family drinks LaCroix like crazy. Who the fuck told them how, that this is true? And I said, I have no idea. I think that they actually have Korean people on the thing because have you heard Chloe talk in Korean? And he didn't even know that, uh, that he, he doesn't work cultures, but he didn't even know that uh, Chloe talks in Korean. So that was such a huge thing that made him laugh and he truly want I think I got him into We Were Heroes because of that. But still, it was something that really made him laugh. I wish more shows would uh, just put, uh, would be a little bit more unique, you know? You don't have to make your character a white male to get the majority of the fans. Garner from Steam Universe is one of the top fan favorites. I love her too, but I'm not black or a woman. I wish shows would put a little, just a tiny bit more Oh, and one more thing for black characters of TV shows. I wish shows would add a little bit more realness in them. Just uh, just like with the shoe thing uh, for Chloe, I like to see some positive slash neutral stereotypes. I'm talking uh, I'm talking an episode where a black character has a family reunion and it's a huge family and mostly girls and everyone is so loving and welcoming of the non-black characters. I want to see a crazy old gr- uh, black grandpa that just fusses and complains about random crap and telling war stories of something. I want to see older black characters telling valiant stories of their lives during the, uh, the civil rights movement to the grandkids. Also, why doesn't any show ever bring up the civil rights movement? Even the black characters in TV shows don't bring it up. Like, that's not something black families talk about. Well, uh, only one show I've seen represents black people in the way I adore and I promise you that you will love it too, and that is Greg of the Creek. And then it's just a whole bunch of me just talking about why this goddamn show is so amazing. And I also put a clip of Craig of the Creek as well. Okay, I put a clip of Craig of the Creek as well. And basically what it reads, because I put words on top of it as well, is the loving character dialogue. The character designs, the grandma is a judge too. And it was a clip of Craig meeting his grandma for the first time in the show. Well, he already met her, but still, we as the audience are meeting her for the first time. He hugs her and the first thing she says to him is, you always smell like outside. Okay, I put quotes, you always smell like outside. Are you shitting me? That's so real. 
And then it cuts to the next part where he runs to go out and see his grandfather because, you know, grandma tells him that grandma, uh, grandpa's outside in the back. And the way he yells, granddad, and runs off, I then put in capital letters, the energy, oh my fuck, I adore this show. All the interactions seem so real. I was already hooked on this, but this is real. Uh, uh, this episode, this episode specifically, really had me fucked up at this part also. I was already hooked, um, but this is what really made me say, oh fuck. The show brings up, uh, brings up the civil rights movement, unlike many other shows. And at the time, I had to, uh, at the time, I already plugged in the, the clip, and then I saw it again as I'm typing it out, and I was like, wait a second, time out. Technically, that's not the civil rights movement. You're like, at the time, that's not really. Okay? Because she basically, um, I think the grandma was actually fighting for women's rights, I think. But that was basically at the same time, I think. I'm not entirely sure. Please know I'm not an expert. I think the image, because the image that's in her photo album, it's um, it's her and uh, two other girls. One girl has her back and another girl is like right there in front of her. And they're both holding equal rights signs. One says equal rights for all and the other one says equality, na- uh, equality now. So I have no idea if this is a civil rights thing or if this is a um, uh, women's rights thing. I have no clue. Okay, when I first put it there, I thought it was civil rights. But then as I, as, I, as I was typing out all the shit, I realized mm, that might not be civil rights. That might be women's rights. I have no clue. I have no fucking clue. I might be completely wrong. I, right, at, as this very moment, I would probably go more with women's rights. Okay, solely because it looks like three girls are there. You know, I think it's more of a women's rights thing than it is a uh, civil rights thing. No idea though. And then, of course, in the next clip, I put in, she sounded so tired when she said that. Of course, Craig is focused on Grandpa's Garden, as any kid would, whatever. Because at the time, she said, um, uh, it was Bernard and Jessica, and they were looking at the photos with her. And Bernard said, someone, I don't know, I think it was Bernard. um, But somebody mentioned something about the the picture. And then she said that, um, oh, that was back when we lived in the city. There was a lot of things going on back then. And then she sounded real tired and said, there's a lot of things going on right now. Okay? I don't really know exactly when the episode aired. I have no clue. But when I posted that, it was around the time that George Floyd had just died. Like, it had, I think that was around the time. And I then said that, like, this is per, I went into another post talking, no, 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 no. I reposted it. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. This first time, the first time, the, what I just said, that wasn't when George Floyd died. That was way before that. I posted again, because I was, once again, something else I posted later. I think I'll probably get to it in this TED Talk. I posted something else about it. And then I used this clip from Steve, uh, from Craig of the Creek. And I mentioned that, hell, this episode, this whole episode right now, or just that quote right now, could really be applied to what's going on right now. Because I think that happened, like... The second time I used the Craig of the Creek to address that was a month? Not even. Something else like that after it, but still. I think this one I'm talking about right now, I think that was way before, I think. Anyway. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I completely lost track of train of thought. So, the whole thing about the characters, right? It bothers me that we never really get to see 
these kinds of characters. We never really get to see characters in this kind of way. We never get to see more diverse character designs and stuff like that. We see an Asian character, we never really get to see them. You know, we never really get to see anything besides a Mexican character. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen a character that's not from Mexico. A Spanish-speaking character that's not from Mexico. You know? The only character that I have seen, only now, is Luz. Luz Noseta? I don't know Luz's last name. It's like with an N. Luz Noseta, something like that. But Luz. No, Luceta. That's her name. Luceta. Her tech... I think her actual real name is Luzetta, but it's Luz. But, but whatever. Whatever the hell Luz's last name is. Luz from Owl House or The Owl House. I only recently found out that she's Dominican. Only recently. And prior to that, I'm always thinking, she's Mexican, whatever. She's a Mexican girl, whatever, whatever. Because every Spanish-speaking character is Mexican, apparently. So I never really even thought of it that way. And then I, fi- I find out on some, because somebody posted it, and there was a Dominican flag in her ho- mom's house, and I immediately was just like, whoa, 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 what? What do you mean she's Dominican? She's not Dominican, she's Mexican. And then I saw the flag in her house, and I was like, oh, shit, she's Dominican. Oh, my God, finally. Like, holy shit, finally we get to see somebody else. Shit. Because I don't even care who it is. It doesn't matter. I'd like to see more. I want to see more. Okay, I want to see more than just Mexico. Give me Brazil. Give me uh, Honduras. His, uh, give me uh, uh, Puerto Rico. Give me Cuba. Give me anything. Just, just give me anything. I don't care. Just give me more. Okay, if you have to give me a Spanish-speaking character or just a Southern, a South American character, because I did mention Brazil. Like, dude, just give me something. Why is it that every single, uh, every single. Uh, Spanish-speaking character has to be Mexican, or every single Southern, uh, South American character has to be Mexican as well. I don't get it. I seriously never understood it. And then when it comes to China, Asian characters, I don't think I've ever seen an Asian character. Like there's a bunch of Asian characters in TV shows. A few, well, not even cartoons. There's lots of Asian characters, probably. Not even. I can't even think of any. But every time I think about them, I can't think of any times that they actually go out of their way to specify that they are from this country. I don't think I've ever seen a Filipino character in a cartoon sh- series. Now I can. Now I can say that I have seen one. And you know who? Um, uh, uh, what the fuck is her name? I just watched uh, Amphibia. I just watched it. I just watched it like less than a while ago. What the hell is her name? Shit, it's the star, the girl, the dark skinned girl. What's her name? (laughs) Oh my God, I can't remember her name. The girl, the other one was Marcy. Of course I remember Marcy. Ugh, ugh, my heart. But what the hell, who the fuck is her, what the fuck is her name? She's the star, she's one of my favorites. Why can't I remember her name? I haven't watched that show in a minute. What the hell? I'm gonna remember it when it before I even type it all out. And wait, what? Are you not? 
Anne? I think her name is Anne. Anne. I don't think that's right. I don't... Wait. Are you? Is that Anne? Okay, let's go to the wiki. This is not sponsored, by the way. Oh, her name is Anne. Okay. Wait, but what the hell? Wow, really? You were inspired by Pacifica? That's and that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Come on. Don't you have like a nationality somewhere? Quote. Obviously, you're American, but still, like. Okay, fine. Maybe, um, something about her. Thai! Okay, Thai. Why the fuck I thought that she was Filipino? Why the hell did I think she was Filipino? Whatever. Someone else also caught my attention just a few minutes ago when I saw their name, their last name. I didn't even know what the hell their last name was. Marcy. What are you? What are you? Okay, for real, but what are you though? Marcy. Are you tied to? <laughs> Are you serious? Chinese American, finally. All right, okay, perfect. Two examples, but this is once again. But then the bugs the shit out of me is I can't remember any other characters in TV shows that are Asian characters. That you know, I can't. I can't really do it. Okay, and the few times that they are Asian characters is only is if the show is specifically created to be an Asian show. But I don't really remember any shows that are not specifically for Asian. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do this. I just tried because um, that first call fucked me up, right? That first that first call fucks me up. So. I tried, you know, calm down, whatever, wait until it went over, and then I tried doing it. I tried to continue, right? That didn't work out. That did not work out. So, um, now I'm trying a third time. This time, I'm going to be eating ice cream. Because, this is ice cream. And I seriously don't think that it will be able to affect um, the thing. So, 
Plus, it will, because it's mainly my voice. It's just like, uh, it's mainly just my throat. It's like hella dry. And I don't want to keep drinking. So I think ice cream is going to be a really good way to keep it, you know, not dry. But at the same time, make it so that I can still do the episode. Still though. Now, I'm going to keep on walking. Because I water. Now, the thing about um, the Asian characters is that the only times that you get to see an Asian character in these TV shows is only if the TV show is specifically directed toward an Asian audience. Not really, but kinda. Or that it was specifically designed with Asian intentions. Or, you know, with Asian... Oh. Okay, that might be a bad idea. But Asian, um... Uh, what's that shit? You know, just an Asian intent. Or not really Asian intent, but... Asian inspiration, that's what it is. I would call it last airbender did. Avatar Last Airbender did it. Cause you know, like everything in Avatar was basically based off of Asian cultures. So they basically had this whole world, right? Everything about it. Please know, I know a lot of people Yes, I get that a lot of people probably, you know. Thought that the Asian, or the the the, peop- the Avatar nations and stuff like that, they were white. But honestly, they're Asian. Okay. Personally, when I grew up, I thought that Aang was white, and I thought that Zuko was Asian, and Katara and Sokka. I just thought that they were, like, I thought that they were just black characters, but like mixed black characters. You know, that's at least what I thought when I was watching Avatar. You know. Still though, that's always, and it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that the Fire Nation is only Asian people. I just went on whatever the fuck everybody looked like. Like when I saw Toph, I thought the Toph was an Asian girl. But when I saw the Boulder, I thought the Boulder was a black man. You know, so it was just completely different. I always saw, the way I saw it, it was, everybody was completely different. Like I saw May as, no, I saw Ty Lee as a white girl. Like, I totally saw Ty Lee as a white girl. So, it wasn't even that the, uh, the Fire Nation is only um, Asian people. I just saw them as, you know, just random off whatever the hell they were for that thing. You know? It's only later that I realized, oh shit, wait a second, they were all supposed to be Asian. But still. With, um, now that's one example. American Dragon, another example. Nihau Kai Lan, another example. But a lot of other times when it comes to other TV shows, they have an Asian character either for two reasons. It's a random Asian character, character, whatever. Or it's just kind of the whole idea of like, um, um, you know, the quota, you know? I think Codename Kids Next Door did it because I think number, number two is the boy. Number four is the crush. Okay, the girls. Okay, number three. I think. Because I'm pretty sure that the black girl was number five. Or maybe the black girl might be number three. Mm. I don't know, but the Asian girl. She had a long hair. She had long hair and she had a green hoodie sweater thing. That was her. But that's the girl I'm talking about specifically. That's the girl I'm talking about. And the little Einstein. 
they had an Asian girl too. She had, um, I think she was Asian. She had pink, uh, she had a pink outfit. She had a pink outfit in the little eyes lines. So I always thought that she was Asian too. But that was just me. I always imagined her as an Asian girl. And honestly, I don't even remember the main cast. I don't even remember the main cast. What I imagine of the main cast, or what I remember is a little black boy, orange hair guy with glasses, white girl with blonde hair, Asian girl, and that might be it. I can't remember anything. Or um, the magic school bus. Y'all remember the magic school bus? There was a pink girl, there was a girl in pink and she had a bob, right? She was Asian too. She was an Asian girl. Still though, my case in point is that you never really get to see these Asian characters. You never really get to see these Asian characters all that much. And if you do, it's just quote, vague Asian, you know? <laughs> vague Asian. <laughs> That's actually kind of a funny idea. But still, it's just a vague Asian. You have no idea where the hell they're from or anything. And they're usually light skin, very, very fair skin actually. They're very, very fair skin. So a lot of times you basically can't even go off that they're probably anything else besides Chinese. You know, that's probably your close. That's probably your safest bet is to bet on the fact that they're Chinese. The same way how if you see a character speaking Spanish or they have a Spanish design, you can most like your safest bet is assuming that they're Mexican. Because my safest uh, bet with Luz from our house was she's Mexican. I guess in my mind, any Spanish speaking character in a TV show is Mexican until proven otherwise, you know? And it sucks that I can say that. It sucks because every time that we have uh, characters that speak Spanish, we never, ever, 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 we never get to really know what the hell they are, you know? And when we do, or no, 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 not yeah, Spanish, um, just any Asian character. We never know anything about them. We don't get to see anything about them because they don't show off any flag. They don't show off any specific things or anything. <coughs> we don't get to see any of that shit. And it's really, really weird because what the hell? This is part of real culture. Actually, no, um, Ben 10. I think Ben 10's girlfriend. Ben 10, what the hell? Uh, Ultimate? No. The teenager one. When Ben was a teenager. That one. His girlfriend. I think she was Asian too. Oh, so what the hell is with Asian people in pink? What the hell is with Asian girls in pink? What the hell? Amy Wong. Futurama. Had a pink outfit. The girl from, um... <clears throat> from, um... Uh, Little Eye Science. Pink outfit. Uh, the girl from Futurama. No, not Futurama. Uh, uh, the hell? Um, the show. The old school show. With the school bus. Magic school bus. Magic school bus. Magic school bus. She had pink. What else? I'm pretty sure some girl from Captain Planet had pink. I don't even know anything about Captain Planet. Maybe They might not even have an Asian girl. I have no idea. But still. <clears throat> Still, case in point. It's just, I don't know. I'm th I don't know. I just noticed that, that, that the majority of that little list I came up with, the girls all were pink. I don't know why. Also, I think that there might be another girl in the little Einstein's that I'm completely forgetting. 
I think, or maybe I'm thinking about the same character. I think I might be thinking about the same character, or there might be another character I'm completely forgetting. I have no idea. I haven't watched the Lord Science in years. <clears throat> did they have? Did Kylan have? No. I don't think Kylan had anything pink. It was mostly blue, right? Her outfit was mostly blue. I think Kylan. I think uh, Kylan's outfit was mostly blue. That's just me. I think her outfit was mostly blue and maybe some yellow. What the hell did Nihao kind of like? Ooh, how the fuck do you spell her name actually? Um, Ni... N-I-H-O-W? Okay, okay, yeah, whatever. It's kind of off. Yeah, it was blue! Wait, what the fuck was it about? Oh, her pants are orange. Okay, you know what? I always loved the style of Nihilo Kalan. I always loved their art style. I thought it was a really cute art style for them. <coughs> Ooh. But I always thought it was a really cute art style for them. I really thought it was cute. You know? Still, going back to my main point again, the whole thing about um, the characters, right? That's something that, once again, it bothers the shit out of me. It annoys me because we never get to see these characters with any other kind of nationality. These characters are always just that, you know? Oh, it's an Asian character, but we don't know. We don't know what kind of Asian they are. And usually, Azuba very, very light-skinned. Or very fair-skinned. They're very fair-skinned so that we can't even tell. And our closest bet will be to assume that they're Chinese. Hell. And I know that Japanese culture, a lot of people adore Japanese culture and low-key everything, basically. You know, there's a lot of Japanese, rep- not even Japanese representation, but just a lot of Japanese culture, because people are interested in Japanese culture. It's whatever. It's fine. But still, the problem that, uh, is, is even though everybody loves Japanese culture and stuff like that, why do we not, uh, why do we not see them in cartoons? Why? Why do we not see them? Everybody knows a Japanese. Uh, everybody knows Japanese culture. You know, Japanese culture is kind of a big deal everywhere. Everybody likes Japanese culture. So why is it that we can't see some in cartoons? Why? Never understood that. Never understood that. I just hold on for one second. I gotta open my ice cream back because it's melting. Thinking about the fact that these Asian characters, we never get to see anything about it. And once again, can we see some European characters? And obviously, we get to see a lot of white characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking about actual European characters. Like, can we see a character who's Italian? I can't think of any characters that are Italian, except for like some comedic sketch, but not even. I want to see a Greek character. I want to see, um, Cause yeah, we do see French characters and stuff like that. Yeah, we see French. Yeah, we see Italian and stuff like that. But can we see some goddamn um, Spain? Some Spanish characters that are from Spain specifically. 
Can we see some European countries? Can we see Russian? Can we see a fucking Russian character? Where are the Russians? Huh? And some fucking African characters. God damn, how hard is it to get a goddamn African character on a TV show? Okay? Like, come on. At least Nigeria. Come on. There's a huge population of Nigerian people in America. Okay? Like, out of, in my personal opinion, out of probably all the African countries, I'm pretty sure the largest amount of people from African countries are probably Nigerian. Probably. Or maybe um, <clears throat> Ivory Coast. Uh, I don't know exactly. I know for a fact it's probably something else. I don't want to call it Sierra Leone because that's I only know that from the fucking song. But it's Ivory Coast. Okay? Still... Uh, what the hell? Why are there no Nigerian people? Come on. We can have some Nigerian people. And the funny thing is that sometimes we do get to see these things. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. We do get to see some of these things. But at the same time, we only get to see them in specific uh, circumstances. And it's mainly used only to show off this one individual culture and not even in the best way. For example, you have an Italian character on a TV show. They're only there to show off the Italian pasta or the, the architecture and all that other stuff. But it's really nothing else. There's really nothing else to this character. You know? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Like I said with Chloe Park. Chloe's Korean. That's great. We get to see her speaking Korean. Greater. We get to see her um, introducing her food. Greater. Uh, greater. Even greater. We get to uh, have her introduce us to her culture. Even greater. This, Chloe, in my opinion, is the golden standard for what most characters who are not white should be portrayed as. Okay? Yes, they are this nationality. But that is not the only thing that makes them interesting. Okay? That's what I want. I want these characters to show off that they are that character. And yes, I acknowledge that a lot of Mexican characters in TV shows are like all over the place and it's mainly Mexican. Marco is a really good example of a Mexican character that honestly I want to see more of. Because yes, Marco is Mexican, but Loki Marco is Amer- Mexican-American. Okay? Marco is Mexican-American. He doesn't go out of his way and explain Mexican cultures. He mainly goes out of his way to explain American culture. Like his experience as a Mexican-American kind of. Okay? Marco doesn't, uh, like, Marco's family are basically Americans. Like, Marco is, I think Marco is first generation. I think. I think Marco is first generation. But the other times that I've seen Mexican characters, they come home and it's like, okay, your family is literally, you're not even a first generation American. Like, you're literally here, like, your parents just came out of Mexico, you know? And it's a great learning experience for the audience. It's great to introduce this uh, this character to the audience and stuff like that, which is great. But personally, you know, I think that it would be more interesting to show off more than just Mexican characters. And it would be more interesting to show off more than just Mexican characters who just came here. You know? In my life, I probably met only one Mexican family that's just been here. Like they just came to America. All the other Mexican families or Mexican friends and stuff like that, they've been here for years. Their families have been here for generations. They're probably third, maybe second generation. Okay? And that's the least 
Okay, that's the least generations. Case in point, I would like to see more of that, where the characters, you know, they still speak Spanish and stuff like that in the house. They still speak Spanish and they still have all this Mexican stuff, but at the same time, show off the subculture of the Mexican-American culture, not just the Mexican-Mexican culture. Show us a little bit of the subculture, you know? So it's a little bit of that middle zone, okay? And show us a little bit more of the other cultures as well. Show us everything else. Show us more Korean, show us more Japanese, show us more um, Bhutan, or I don't know, something. Just give us something. It's ridiculous how it's only uh, these kind of nationalities, you know? When we do finally get an African culture, it's usually only Egypt, usually. And it's only just for the pharaoh crap. It's only just for stuff for the pharaoh and the tombs and the hieroglyphics and all that other stuff. And there's really nothing else that they're ever going to talk about. Nothing else. And it's like, okay, that's it. Are you serious? That's it? That's the only African representation we're ever going to be getting? A single character that's only going to show up for this one single episode just to show us a bunch of crap about mummies and uh, hieroglyphics and uh, tombs and stuff? And pharaohs and that's it that shit oh my god france same thing italy same thing greek same thing these cultures are only being used to show off certain things that are really interesting and stuff like that it is cool and it's great for this one episode or this one plot but it's still just like wait a second you are not showing off anything else you're not even giving us a character who is permanently on the show who is able to indulge in this culture or actually is very inspired by this culture which is something i never understood for example if i were to create a tv show or for oh no 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 let's do it like this okay let's do it like this if i uh, let's say that we were creating a tv show right and it was for little kids. This is my attempt at making a show for little kids. You know? I would make it so that it would be very much like Italia, kind of. You know, each kid in the group is from a different country. You know, like their family is from a different country. They, of course, you know, whatever. They've been... They all speak English. Like they've been born and raised speaking English. Like English is their first language and stuff. But they're all bilingual. And... Actually, no, if they're all bilingual, then maybe they should all have an accent. That would actually be kind of interesting. But still, they're all bilingual, and they all have their own different cultures. And then it's just a TV series about the kids going on little adventures and stuff like that, learning about the world and stuff. And they're handling things and referencing their cultures a lot. You know? I think it would be really, really interesting to do a show like that where each of the characters are referencing their own cultures. We have a Roman kid. We have an Armenian kid. You know, just all kinds of random stuff. Specifically, I want the... Uh, Roman. Why the fuck I said Roman? Like, Rome's a country right now. <laughs> How old am I? Anyway, uh, an Armenian kid, you know? Like, all kinds of different cultures that are never seen. I want to do that. Okay? If you try to give me a... Um, if you try to say, okay, let's do China... I would, of course, say, unfortunately, no. We're not doing China. Why not China? Because I think that there's a lot of representation for Chinese characters. Kind of. It, there's already very little Chinese characters that have this representation. But even less so of everything else. So, I would rather do everything else before I do China. 
solely because there's already very little Asian representation in cartoons and animation. So if I can, I'd like to avoid China, please. Not for anything rude or mean. I just think that it would be, more, it would, I think it would be more helpful to do a Filipino character, Pacific Islander character, Th- uh, Thailand. Um, I don't know, Taiwan even. Like, give me something like that. Okay, Mongolia. Give me stuff like that. But just don't give me China. Uh, don't give me China right now. Okay. I think that we should focus on other stuff first. So that's just me. This is me. I personally, that's how I feel. And another aspect about the whole racial thing is voice actors. I always intended, I, okay, when I first created my story, I created it to be a book, like a book book. You know, you, you open your pages and you read the whole book, all the words and all that stuff. And then I realized I can't write. I, I don't like writing. I really don't like writing. I can't type all that shit out. Uh, and I realized that I can't do it because, like... I did it mainly because... I was doing a book mainly because, you know, J.K. Rowling at the time. So I was like, all right. I never read Harry Potter, and I never watched any of the movies. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. But J.K. Rowling made all that money and all that stuff and became super famous and got all her characters out there because she wrote it down. And I wanted to be just like that. I wanted to be able to make something so that everyone in the world can see or envision my characters. The people that I have created in my head, they can see it and all that stuff. But I realized... That everything I'm creating in my story is very different from her because everything she's using in her story are real things that you know. We know what a train looks like. We know what a castle looks like. You know, everything in my story is completely made up. So I'd have so it, the, the the size of the book is going to be a lot bigger, and most of those pages are just going to be pages and pages of me describing what the hell these things look like because I'm making brand new shit up on the top of my head that you're, it's impossible for anybody else to know. So I'd rather draw that shit out. So, a comic. I wanted to do a comic. I changed everything. I wanted to do a comic. Then I realized I don't want to draw. Uh, then I realized I can't do a comic comic because I want to do it on, you know, on tech. I was still doing traditional paper and pencil. So I did that. I switched over to, tradi- uh, to digital. Then, when I was doing digital, then I realized I want to do an animation. If I could, in a, in a perfect world, I was about to do an animated TV show cartoon so I wanted to do that then I even realized if I had a perfect 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 world I would do a 3d animated show like Ruby or the Dragon Prince so now my goal now is to make a 3d animated show and have as much creative freedom as hell of a boss and has been hotel you know I would love to be able to have that much freedom and create a 3d animated show oh my god I'm losing my mind anyway focusing on my point when I created my show, or when I created it, and I wanted, when I was thinking about voice actors and stuff like that, I had recently been going into researching voice actors and stuff, and I learned that a lot of times in animation, a lot of times there were a bunch of characters who are POC characters, but they have white voice actors. Because this was around the time that, um, now this definitely was around the time that um, Black Lives Matter was seriously, like, Moving, you know, there was so much stuff going on, like so much stuff was going on, and I re- that's when it came to me that it, I learned that that's a thing that a lot of times black characters are being portrayed by white people, and I didn't even know that was a thing until I heard of it, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait, really? Like, 
there's practically no POCs in the voice acting rooms. So all the POC characters that we have are basically just white people playing these characters. And it stuns me. It seriously stunned me. Because I was like, wait, what? There's no way. What? The biggest thing that hit me was when they told me about Cleveland. And I was like, wait, Cleveland from the Cleveland show? Are you serious? And they said, yes. Then I was just like, wow, Cleveland. Okay. And they were talking about many other characters. And I was just like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. So moving on with all the other stuff, it amazed me. It seriously amazed me to think that all these other characters was completely stacked. So the time I was just like, wait a second. I don't want that. I don't want that for my characters. I really don't. I want my characters to look not really like their voice actors, but at the same time, I want their voice actors to at least be able to match up a little bit. Okay? I already intended to have Bennett be voiced by a black girl. But I specifically chose to be... Okay. I specifically chose to have prior... I never really went into great detail or thought about it because whatever, they're just voice actors. But the one thing that I wanted specifically was I wanted specifically Bennett to be voiced by a black girl. I wanted her to be voiced by a black girl specifically because it's gonna sound really weird, but there's just something about black girls that they just have this kind of energy, you know? I truly don't think that a white girl or just any other girl is going to be able to personify or embody the same kind of energy that Bennett has, you know? It sounds so weird, and honestly, it even kind of sounds racist, but I honestly don't think that that's just, in my opinion, I think that only a black girl can uh, can play Bennett, you know? I designed her in this way and designed her personality to be only personified by a black girl. And if you're going to put sound on it, like a voice, it has to be a black girl. It has to. Like, I, I can't possibly imagine it. Anything else. That's, that's just that. I just never really intended it for anybody else to be voicing Panette. Udoka is the same point. But kind of for a different reason. But still, same thing. So then I learned about this big issue with white voice actors before, uh, playing POC roles. And it seriously just... It made me think about it. And I was like, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so now I actually have to go out of my way and think about it, too. You know, I wanted... Because then, when I, that's when I really started getting into the whole idea of animation and stuff like that. And I even started getting a list of my dream cast. You know, like, the, the dream cast that I could have for my characters. You know? Personally, I want Kennedy Holmes to be Bennett. Kennedy Holmes from The Voice. She, her voice, her singing voice, her talking voice, perfect for Bennett. When I first saw, heard her singing Turning Tables for the voice. I heard her and I immediately only heard Bennett's voice singing. Everything about her embodies Bennett. She is Bennett Magis. You know? And it truly when I think about when I go back and watch that video again, it kind of makes me emotional. It makes me emotional because I hear my character, you know? Which is incredible to say. Like I've I've only I've only had this happen um, one other time, and it was with um, Jainai and Kai, because it was Stephen Young, Stephen Young, that um, uh, 
I heard an interview with him and it just really, when I heard him, I kept thinking to myself, oh my God, I need this voice for somebody. That's somebody. I'm hearing one of my characters. That's one of my characters right there, but I can't recognize them. It's like somebody's behind me talking and I can't, I don't know who it is. I'd have to turn around and look, you know? So I kept going back and forth between Kai and Jainai and I overall went with Jainai because Steven is Asian and Jainai is an Asian character, you know? I made it, it basically got to the point where I basically, you know, I did my little recordings on my phone, my little recordings and stuff. When I did them, I used to, um, it sounds stupid, it sounds very stupid. But I used to um, not really role play, but kind of imagine, you know, being there in the office. Or not really the office, but in the, the audition room, you know? I used to just imagine myself with, I don't know, the director or whatever, and the TV show, voice caster, manager, whatever, and then me, all at a table. And we were casting Bennett at the time. And I always just, and I just imagined myself, like, this is, you know, you know when you, uh, like, you're not really super outgoing, but in your mind, you're the most, uh, you're the most confident person in the world, you know, kind of? That's kind of what it was. So I imagined myself, you know, watching, we're casting Bennett, and a randomly white girl comes up, and then says her name, whatever, and tries to audition for Bennett. And then she finishes. It's interesting. It's cool. And then I then just stand up. And then I see another white girl come in. And then I just leave the room. And I go into the off the other room with all the other girls. That are the voice actresses trying to audition. And then I just calmly say. You know, literally, this is what I would say. I would just open the door. Look out at all of them. And be like, hi, my name is blank. My name is Omiso Boy. I am the producer and I am the creator of this story. And we are currently casting for the character Bennett. Okay? I understand that all of you want to be plast- uh, casted as this character. But at the same time, I am very, very particular about this. Okay? If you are not a black woman, I do not want you playing Bennett. It might sound disrespectful. It might be racist as hell. But in my, I don't want any anyone else playing Bennett. Bennett has to be played by a black woman, cause she is a black woman. So everybody else, I appreciate your patience. And if you want to uh, audition for a different character, you can still stay, and we'll give you a different character if we can. But if you are not a black woman, I would ask for you to either audition for a different character or leave the building. We are not casting, uh, we are not having anybody else being Bennett, okay? And then of course I would have, uh, everybody else would leave or the people who wanted to leave would leave. And then of course I would then say, all right, because I pray that there will be at least a few white girls there. I pray, I really do. I really do pray that if I ever did get it, if I ever did get this into a TV show and all that stuff, that there will be some black girls in the audi- uh, audience, in the room. But hopefully there will be a bunch. And of course I can then say thank you all for staying. 
And now we're gonna continue on with the next girl. You, you're closest to the desk, uh, you're closest to the door, let's go. And then of course we just walk right in and then we do the thing again. Just doing it again with black girls. And it would be the same thing with Jabari, it would be the same thing with Udoka, and it would be the same thing with Ashana. Only black people, no one else, okay? I don't care. Jabari, kinda, I'm a little, Jabari and Udoka, I'm a little bit, not iffy on whether or not they can be. I'm a little iffy about, okay, yes, a black person can play this character, but I would prefer an African person to play this character, okay? Like, yes, you can technically play Jabari, but at the same time, if we get somebody from Africa, like an actual African man playing Jabari, or he's auditioning for a Jabari, you might be out the door. Because <laughs> I would like to prefer to stay closer to the characters, you know? And Udoka, if we can get a Nigerian girl, specifically, yes. Yes, you might be Nigerian in blood, but at the same time, do you know how to speak Nigerian fluently? Can you? Alright then, then if we get, you better pray that we don't find an actual Nigerian girl who can speak fluent Nigerian. Because if we can, then you're gone. Okay, because that's what I want. Jainai is an Asian character. Personally, I made Jainai to be based on, uh, I made his culture to basically be kind of a Wakanda of Asia. You know? So, anybody can play Jainai. As long as they're Asian. As long as they're Asian, I don't care. We get Boan, only Japanese. Jisonio, white, whatever, I don't really care. Um, Michael has to be a Russian dude. Has to be. Michael has to be a Russian person. Okay? Meaning Russian is your first language and you have an accent when you're speaking English. Okay? If you can do that, perfect. And I'm not talking thick fucking Russian accent, the, the stereotype fucking Russian accent. Not that bullshit. Real. A real accent. Okay? Like, you don't have to live in Moscow to be a, to be Michael. Okay, you don't have to be born and raised in Moscow to be Michael. You can be somewhere else. I don't care where you're from. As long as you know how to speak Russian. Russian is your first language, probably, hopefully. And you can speak Russian with a little bit of an ad. Like, speak to us. Do an impression of your grandmother or your grandfather in English. Do an impression like that. Still try to sound like you, but talk in the same as talking English with a little bit of a Russian accent. Like, English is your second language. And then, bam, we got Michael. You know, that's what I want. So, yes, this is kind of important to me. It's kind of important to me because I care about this stuff. I care about that. Because it, one day, if this does ever come out, become a thing, I want to be sitting there at a panel with my, uh, with my voice actors. And we have some fans come up and want to get an autograph or a picture with their uh, with their character. I want to see black girls, black teenage girls, coming to the uh, coming up to the thing, and they see Bennett's voice actress. In this case, in a perfect world, it would be Kennedy Holmes. But in this case, it would be Kennedy. And I want to see black girls coming up to Kennedy, dressed up like Bennett, dreadlocks, big purple jacket, the high heels, the pants, the shirt, and they come up to um, Kennedy and they take a picture. And they say that Bennett is it's so happy they're so happy to see Bennett, someone that looks just like them, someone that's just like them. And they see her. And they love the fact that they also have somebody that a character on TV that looks just like them. 
and is just like them. And then they see that the voice actor is just the same. Just as authentic as the character is. That's what I want to see. I think it would destroy me one day if I ever did have a character who did not have that. Like, if I ever did... Let's imagine I didn't do that. Let's imagine that Bennett was voiced by a white girl. I think it would destroy me if I saw a fan walk up to Bennett or they see Bennett and they immediately get emotional. Yeah? Okay, hold on for one second. The cat fan. made a cat bed and it's like you know a little cat bed and stuff like that because you know she's pretending to be a cat and I'm just looking at it and I was like oh my god I'm getting hot just thinking about laying that damn thing <laughs> Jesus anyway so I think what was I saying I forgot oh um the 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 thing that would destroy me I think it would seriously destroy me and it would probably destroy me because I had this thought after I learned about the idea that um, certain people, that white people are being portrayed, are being casted for POC roles. So at the time, when I first learned about it, I had that thought. Like, you know, I just imagine it, imagine me in that scenario. And I imagine somebody coming up to Bennett and seeing Bennett there, like a little girl. I imagine a little girl coming up to Bennett, and I don't know why the fuck I imagine a little girl, because this is not for kids. My story is not for kids at all. <laughs> That's a whole other talk right there. But still, I just imagine the little girl just seeming so defeated, or not undefeated, but just disappointed in the fact that Bennett is not like her. You know? And that thought just fucked me up. It, like, it, it didn't fuck me up emotionally, but it just fucked me up like, oh God, I can't do that. I can't possibly do that. So, you know, that was my thing. I couldn't possibly imagine myself doing that. Having a white girl play a black girl, you know? So it was just like, no, I can't do that. I have to have Bennett be voiced by a black person. It, ha- it has to be. It is mandatory. I don't care if I have to cause a whole scene. All of my characters are going to get voiced by people that are somewhat similar. There are going to be a few exceptions, you know? Like, Omito, I don't really care. I don't really care who gets to play Omito, you know? I don't really get to care because we'll get into that later in a different episode, I guess. But still, uh, it's just something It's just something kind of important to me, okay? It's kind of important to me. 
I like the idea of my characters being voiced by people that look just like the characters themselves. Okay? And that goes for everybody. And my main reasoning, of course, is not only that, but also it just, you know, in a perfect world, I already was intending to do that anyway. But I wasn't so heart set on it, you know? I already wanted to have all my characters match up, you know? I kind of was okay. I already wanted that. But at the same time, I didn't... It wasn't the end of the world for me when I first thought about it. Because, you know, how difficult is that going to be? That's going to be very difficult to find actual voice actors that fit in every single character, you know? I don't care if they're no names. I just want them to fit. I don't care if they're big deal names. They have to fit. Okay? So, right now, if Leonardo DiCaprio were to ask me, can I be a voice actor on your show? I would be like, okay, hold up. Let me Google what nationality you are. And he'd be like, why does that matter? And I'll be like, because that's going to dictate who you get to play. Can I play Omito? Maybe. You can play Omito. Probably. I I really don't care. Because, you know, Omito doesn't really have a nationality. Hell, I just... I said I was going to get into it later. I mean, Omito as a shapeshifter. Okay? We'll get more into all the details and stuff like that later. But Omito doesn't really have a nationality. On one episode, Omito will be a white girl. On another episode, he'll be a black man. On another episode, he'll be an Asian man. On another episode, he'll be nothing at all. Like, no gender, but he'll be something. Like, an Asian no gender. Like, Omito is literally a shapeshifting being. Okay? I got into that because I didn't like Martian Manhunter. I thought that Martian Manhunter was such an odd character, you know? I thought it was such an odd character, you know? Because I remember watching Justice League and... (coughs) 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 Sorry. Martian Manhunter wasn't allowed to go on the mascara. And it surprised me. It really did. Because I was like, wait, what? Can't you just shape this into a girl? You can shape this into anything anyway. Just take on the appearance of a girl. But at the same time, I don't really know. You know, I don't I don't really know. Plastic Man 2. Plastic Man and Martian Manhunter. Both of them were shapeshifters and they kind of annoyed me. So when I created Omito, I created him as a shapeshifter. But at the same time, I made it so that his people were shapeshifters. You know? His entire population are the same beings as shapeshifters. And Omito doesn't he isn't born a gender. Like, okay, it's so difficult to fucking explain. Okay, this ball. This is Omito. This is all it is. All he physically is, is a soul. The body that he has is just an illusion created to make the appearance of a body. He is very based off the gems of Steven Universe, and his soul is the gem, and the body is just an illusion. Because of that, Omito does not have a gender. Pull down his pants, he looks like a Ken doll. Or a a Barbie doll. There's nothing there. Okay? There's nothing there. And Omito can constantly shapeshift his form to look like a man, to look like a woman, to add the extra body parts if he wants to, or not. He can change his gender, his age, his uh, his height, his body typing, all that stuff. And in my first episode, I said that I talked about, I think I mentioned that I wrote the story for the fans. That is something I specifically designed for the fans. Because once again, I imagine myself having this as a big thing. 
you know, having a TV show, you know, having Comic-Con, going to Comic-Con and doing panels. I imagine that. I, I love that idea. And one of the things I want to see is anyone dressed up as Omito. I mean Omito in this way. The star character, one of the main characters. He is the main character. And I made it so that anyone can cosplay as him. Yes, he does go to a specific form that, you know, is his main form. You know, that's mainly the main form that he takes on and reverts back to normally. Because, you know, I gotta make him look like something normally. So yes, he does normally look like this. And I do call him as a guy because Omito normally identifies as a guy. Or normally reverts to, back to, a guy. But still, anyone can cosplay Omito. He constantly changes his forms and changes his appearance for disguise purposes and just changes them based on his mood. If he feels like an old man today, he's going to be an old man. If he wants to be an old lady or an old, uh, or a toddler, he can't, whatever form that he wants. The armor, his clothing never changes, but the, uh, because remember, it's just an illusion. His clothing is part of his body, so he just changes his body typing and all that stuff, but the armor perfectly fits each body. What I want to see is if we have, like, a cosplay thingy and it's a competition, like the best Omito cosplay, I want to see people dress up as Omito. But I don't want to see them wearing face paint. I don't want to see them with a wig. I don't want to see them with contacts. No makeup at all. I want to see them wearing the armor designed specifically on their body typing. I don't want to see the girls cosplaying as a female Omito showing off all the skin in the world. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that at all. I want you to dress up just like Omito, but make it exactly the way he has it. His regular boots that go all up to his knees, his pants, his chest plate, his gauntlets. Do all that. Put it on your body. Because you're a girl, you're going to have to make a, a few changes on the chest. But at the same time, when Omito changes into a girl, he already does those changes too. If you're a bigger dude, do the same thing. Add a little extra space into the stomach area. Honestly, what I want to see is the winner of the Omito cosplay competition being a big black man. Like a big old black dude. Big stomach, big hair, and he's got a beard and everything. The armor is perfectly designed for himself. He made that armor using himself as the model. It's not too tight, it's not too big, it's perfectly designed for him. And he's not wearing any makeup, no eye contacts, no hair, no wig, no nothing. And it's just him. It's just, um, let's call him Alex for now. It's just Alex in Omito's armor. And he won the competition for the cosplay because he's got the most, the best or most realistic appearance of Omito. Because Omito, because if you're doing, if we, if we're going to do this cosplay event or this competition, it's not, you're going to get judged on the suit of armor specifically. You're going to get judged on how well it fits you. How well and easily you can move around and do the poses. How comfortable do you look? How cool does it look? And your face. Your face is not going to be judged at all. It's you in that cosplay. But you are close. Uh, but Omito has probably looked just like you at some point in the show. You know, that's something I dream about. I daydream about that so much. The idea that I can see so many different people, an Asian girl walking down the runway dressed up as Omito, 
maybe a little bit of Asian inspiration to it or something. I don't know. But still, I, that's what I want to see. Okay, I want to see... Um, I don't know. I want to see a really, really short person. A little person cosplaying as Amito. And he can cosplay as Amito. Not like a little short person that goes to an event and he has to cosplay as like a munchkin or something from Willy Wonka. Because that's the only body typing that his... That's the only character that he can cosplay with his body. You know? No, show up dressed as Amito. Show up dressed as Amito and you'd win the competition. If the armor fits your body perfectly, then yeah, you'd win. You know? Hell, show up to the uh, uh, show up to the runway in a wheelchair. Show up to the runway in a wheelchair with no legs and just have the chest plate on. If it fits you proper, uh, if it fits you perfectly, then bro, boom, you win. You know? So that's stuff I, I daydream about, and you know, I I have my morality reasons of why I want. POC characters being played by POC voice actors, but at the same time, it's also not just the morality of it, it's also, well, kind of the morality of it, but it's also just the fact that I can see this. I want to be able to be there and see these people. I want to be able to have Nigerian people, real Nigerian people, like some person, second generation Nigerian, taking their grandmother to the cosplay con and they uh, to the to the Comic Con, and they're going to see Banette, uh, 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 Udoka. They go to see Udoka, and you know they're just talking about my mom loves this show. Uh-uh, I love this show. I love it so much. Blah blah blah. I even got my grandmother to watch it, and she doesn't even watch animated shows, but she loves watching it because of you. And of course, I want Udoka's voice actor to look at the grandmother. And then switch to Nigerian and speak to her and say, good morning or good afternoon, whatever. He said that you like the show. And of course, I want, if the grandmother could cry, oh my God. If the grandmother could cry or hell, Udoka's voice actress could cry. Oh my God. You know, that's what I want. I want that so badly. I want that so badly. You don't even know. You don't even know. Just the idea of an actual Nigerian person walking up to Udoka's voice actress and speaking to her in Nigerian and she can speak back as a native speaker and they can and she can tell her uh, the, the the fan can tell her all the things in the world that she's wanted to say and thank her for about this character and all the things that she loves about this character like oh my god I want it so that because she speaks Nigerian, the voice actress of Udoka, I want her to be able to speak Nigerian to the point where if we need to, like, for example, I said that she's having an emotional moment where with her her love interest, right? I want it to be to the point where she can say, hey, um, excuse me, director Omito Boy, I know that you're the writer and all that stuff, but I want to replace this sentence, this line. I want to say it in Nigerian. I think it's more emotional to say it in Nigerian. You know? And of course, I could be like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All, all I need you to do is write whatever you're saying. Write it right above it. Cross it out and write it right above it. Not even, Don't even cross it out. Just underline it, what you're saying, and put it right above it. That way we can subtitle it later. You know? Because that's something also. I want, that's another thing too. I want subtitles to be in the show. Whenever the characters switch into a different language, I want the subtitles to show up in the show automatically. You know? Because that's something that had me fucked up when I was watching um, Black Panther. I love Black Panther. But 
when they were speaking, um, wh- whatever, I think it's a real language, though. I don't think it's made up. I don't think that's a made up language. I think it's a real language, but Wakandan. When they're speaking Wakandan, I-, I didn't know. No one in the theater knew what the hell they were talking about. Because, you know, it, it, we're watching it in theaters. It's right there. We don't know. We don't know what the hell they're saying because there's no subtitles, you know? So that's what I want. I want it to be like that, where they show up with the subtitles only when they speak a different language, you know? And then if you want the subtitles on, yeah, whatever. Like, if you have the DVD or you're watching at home, yeah, you can have the subtitles on. I don't really care. Because that's your house. You want to have the subtitles on. But I want it so the subtitles automatically turn on, regardless of whether you want them on or not, when they speak a different language. You know, that's what I want. And it would even be better if we can have the actual Nigerian person, who's the voice actress, saying it. She knows what she's saying. She's a, uh, she's a native speaker. That way we don't have to have some random ass writer saying something and then fuck around and later a Nigerian person watches the episode and be like, okay, yeah, that's technically what that means, but at the same time you could have replaced it with a different thing that's much more meaningful. Or, you know, because I've seen people do that with Spanish. We have Spanish speak- Or the awkwardness, the awkwardness of the speaking. When they're trying to speak Nigerian, or when they're trying to speak Spanish, and low-key, you can kind of tell that they're not, they're, they don't know how to speak Spanish. I fucking hate that. Fucking hate it. And if I can get a voice actress, a specifically a Nigerian voice actress who knows how to speak Spanish, Nigerian, and she's native Nigerian, perfect. Because that would mean that when you speak Nigerian, other Nigerian people are going to hear it and think, oh shit. There's no way that's a... There's no way that's not a Nigerian person. There's no way. Because you can't do an accent that well unless you were born and raised in Nigeria. You know, that's what I want then. You don't even have to be born and raised in Nigeria. You could be an American. But if, if you know Nigerian that well, that's what I want. That's the goal. The goal is to speak Nigerian well enough that you can trick other Nigerians into thinking that you were actually from Nigeria instead of being raised here in America. That's my goal. That's the, the dream right there. That's the dream to be able to do that. Now, of course, this episode is getting kind of long, or this part is getting kind of long. So that's the end of this. Okay, we're going to end it and done. All right. This is also kind of something that's kind of important to me as well. Because... <clears throat> I, I just talked about um, the voice actresses, right? Clothing is also an important aspect of it, too. I already said about, you know, the clothing and all that other stuff. But still, when I designed my characters, specifically Udoka, I designed her with traditional Nigerian clothing. You know, technically she's wearing wedding. Well, not really. Not really, actually. She's wearing Nigerian clothing. I made Odoka wear Nigerian clothing because, you know, she's a Nigerian character. I wanted her to be a Nigerian character. I wanted her to be wearing Nigerian clothing. You know, yeah, there's a little bit of fantasy elements to it, but still, you know? That's what I want for this character. So, going back to the whole um, representation thing, you know? That's something that seriously is super important to me. The fashion. The fashion of the characters. I made my story very, very um, fantasy world, you know? The characters wear very, very different clothing from each other. 
and almost every single character in the whole series is speaking or almost all the earth characters are speaking with different accents actually no not even most of the characters are speaking with accents practically all the characters are speaking with accents and you know why because the story is set in the 14th century where humanity doesn't really interact with other humans all that much so it's most like in the 14th century a Japanese person has never seen an African person a day in their life so of course when they speak English Japanese person is going to have a Japanese accent when speaking English you know so that's what I want I want as many voice actors like that you know if you can play these background characters please speak English with a Japanese accent please like dear god I would so adore for that Please, okay, if you can do just a random little accent or speak this language, I would just, oh my god. It's really funny how much, like, I know it's going to be difficult as hell, but in a perfect world, that's what I want, you know? I've dreamed about making this a TV show, a series, you know, since I was like, I don't even know how old, 10, 11? That's when I first created it. But I know I wanted it to be something, you know? But still. (sighs) Sorry. Just the idea of it becoming something is something that truly makes me feel empowered. Something that I know for a fact I'm going to look forward to, you know? The day (laughs) and the idea of somebody making fan art of my characters, I know that would destroy me. Like, I know I'll be a complete bitch when that happens. Like, I could be having the great, I could be having a regular ass day, but the instant I get my very first fan art of someone that I don't even know, but just anyone, like that person just chose to make an art of my character for no reason at all. They just did it. I will probably break down. I get emotional even thinking about it now because, oh my God, it's just, I will break the fuck down. Like, I'll just cry, and I'll probably keep this shit as... It could be the shittiest fucking fan art. I'll probably keep this shit as my fucking lock screen. Like, this is it. This is my first fan art that I got. Somebody made my character. Nobody told them to. Nobody paid them to. Somebody made my character. It'll probably destroy me even more if somebody else paid them to draw my character. Like, oh my god. And if I can get actual artists, like, some really famous artists that I know in certain communities... Oh my god, I would lose my mind. Like, if I could have a famous artist do art of one of my characters and stuff like that, oh my god. I would lose my fucking mind. I would seriously lose my mind. (sighs) Just that idea, just... Oh my god, it just amazes me. And I've seen people like Rebecca Sugar, who... We're able to make such an amazing story and all this stuff. And it makes me inspired. And then I see stuff like um, Vizipop or Vizpop, whatever the fuck her name is. Hell of a boss, a has-been hotel. I see stuff that she makes and it amazes me and stuns me. And I always think to myself, oh my god. I want to be the next you. I want to be you. Okay? Like, I want to make my own thing. Just like you. 
like 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 Rebecca, I want to make this whole representation thing, all this stuff, so that everybody could. I want to make a show that I guarantee you everybody will be like, "Where the fuck was this when I was growing up?" You know, because that's how I feel about Steven. I feel that way about Steven, and <clears throat> yeah. Okay, sorry. My brother had to talk to me about something. <laughs> like, I had to, like... I ended up having to stop and then continue, but... My brother had to talk to me about something. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... <clears throat> the whole thing about, um... All the characters, right? Because, still, I just wish that I had Steven Universe growing up, you know? It's one of those shows that you just look at it and be like, what the fuck were you growing up? Like, where was the fuck was this? Oh my God, I wish I could have had this shit growing up. And it's, a lot, it's like how a lot of people feel about Luca, you know? Like, a lot of people look at Luca and be like, where the fuck was this growing up? Where, where was this when I was growing up? And that's exactly what I want to do. But not really for... Because that's the thing. Okay, Steven Universe is obviously for kids and teenagers and stuff like that. Or not really. Steven is kind of for kids, but Steven Future, I think, is more directed at teens. But still. My thing with um, my story is it's specifically directed at teens and adults. (coughs) 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 I specifically directed my shit at teens and adults. So I can totally... You know, that's, that's my thing. You know? So... You know, that's what I want to do. I want to have the creative freedom that Busy Pop has. I'm, I'm thinking... Okay. Okay, I keep saying... I keep saying Busy Pop. I have no idea what the hell their name is. I think... Let's see. Busy Pop. Yeah, I was right. Okay, I don't know why I keep thinking Biz Pop. I knew it was Pop and Viz, but I don't know if it was Vizzy Pop or Viz Pop. But Vizzy Pop, yeah. <clears throat> I want to have the same free, a career freedom that Vizzy Pop has. And honestly, I really do love Vizzy Pop's show, Have a Boss. I seriously love it because it's, it's genius. It's seriously genius. You know? It seriously is genius, and it makes me seriously laugh and... Just be amazed at it, you know? It's very fucking... It's very fucking creative. Oh my god. The whole boss will only want to book so it's sexual. Speaking about sexual, we'll go into that more with my series. Because remember, I once again, I said that this was specifically directed towards adults and kids. And that, adults and kids, Jesus um, I specifically said that I was gonna have the show being aimed at adults and teens and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. And I want the same amount of creative freedom as Busy Pop, you know? And like I said with the whole imagination thing, like when I um, imagine myself in these situations and stuff, I used to, um, um, I-, I did one, like, you know, my little daydream, like my perfect dream would be, you know, casting for Bennett. And me being the cool badass going into the room with all the other girls and telling them, all right, if you're not black, get out. You know, like, 
<laughs> I would love to be able to do that. I would be a badass enough to do that. I don't think I have the balls to do it, though. Still, though, I'll probably send somebody else to do it. <laughs> you know, I would probably look at security and be like, hey, come here. If you see, like, open my fan in front of my face. If you see a white girl or anybody else that's not a black woman in the waiting room, tell them to go home. Okay? Tell them to go home and come back at a different time being cast for a different character or something like that. But when I go out there, I want to see only black girls here because we're casting Bennett right now. And she's a black girl. Please. And that's it. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to do that. Probably. Like, I want to... Either me doing it or getting someone else to do it for me because I'm too much of a bitch. But still, I want to be able to uh, do the, the, the runway. Having somebody cosplaying as Omito. And, you know, it's this huge thing. I want all of it. I want all of it to be this huge fucking thing. And that's what makes me smile. That's what makes me happy. I want all of it. And one of the things I imagined as well is... Um, wait, I forgot my train of thought. Where was I going with this? Uh, wait, where was I going with this? Casting the characters... Creative freedom. Creative freedom. Sexual. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I remember now. So, um, you know, one of the things that I had was like, I imagined what if one day I was at a table in front of these big deal networks and stuff like Cartoon Network, um, Hulu and, and Netflix and, you know, all this other stuff. And I imagine myself, like, if I was a badass, if I was a complete badass and stuff like that, I would just be there at the table, both my hands on the table, just leaning forward to everybody, like I'm the CEO or something, saying, all right, let's get down to business. And I will just point at them and call them out on bullshit that they used to cause for my favorite shows. Because, let's be real, some of these shows cause bullshit for other shows, you know? Like, I'll point to you and be like, you caused a bunch of bullshit for my creator. My creator had to go through hell and back just to get two people kissing. What, uh, what about you? You ain't, do, uh, you ain't done nothing for this. Why is, it you, uh, why is it you only advertise this at this time of year? Or what the hell? What the hell was with you? Actually, you're cool. You got this show, you got this show, and you treated them well. And you even put up with the creator's bullshit. Because the creator is honestly on some bullshit. And you still have to deal with it. Why are you still working with them? Blah, 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 blah. What the hell is with this character? What the hell is with this uh, with this TV show? You know, like, oh my god. You know? So that kind of stuff, I imagine myself doing that. And I imagine... And also, I wanted to advertise that I'm not for everybody. You know? Like, yes, I love Disney. I love Disney. But if Disney were to come up to me and say, we want to produce your show... I would probably look, like, in my in my mind, I would probably grab them by the shoulder and be like, are you fucking insane? Are you dumb? That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And they'd be like, what? I'm a representative of Disney. Disney wants to invest in your show. And I would just keep shaking them and be like, this is not for kids. Are you out of your mind? Ain't no kids supposed to watch this. Like, are you out of your mind? That is crazy. Okay. If, you, if Disney gets invested in my show, that would be the day Disney gets canceled by all the Christian adults. This is not for Christians. This is not for adults. Uh, it's not for kids. This is the last thing that Disney wants. Okay, that's honestly what I would say. Because I really don't think it's a good idea for Disney. 
But anyway, I don't think it's a good idea. They could offer me the most money in the world, but honestly, and I'm saying this with my full, with my whole chest, I don't think that Disney should ever invest in my show. Maybe they should, maybe, but I don't think it's a good idea for them to put it on their channel. You know, because I'm this show is it, it isn't for the family. It's not a family show. It's not for kids. Okay, yes, it's 3D animated and stuff like that, but it's not for kids. It's really not. Okay, it's really not, and I don't ever intend it to be for kids. Okay? I imagined one time, what if I was at a, a, a thing, you know? And I have some parents come up to me, and there's like a fucking six-year-old coming up to me asking for my autograph. And I'll be like, oh, are your parents a fan of my show? And I'll be talking to them, and like, no, our daughter is. And I would just be like, what? Your daughter. Sweetie, how old are you? You're six. How? And I would just like, I would just whisper for the parents to come closer and I'd be like, why are you letting her watch my show? Like, this is not for kids. It's really not. I don't have a problem giving her an autograph and stuff like that, but low-key, I did not intend this for kids. Okay? I think that, like, do you, I would just, no, not, not, not even. I would just ask them. Do you know about my show? Or do you know what the show is about? And they will probably be like, either yes or no. Most likely, I hope that they say no. And I'll be like, this isn't for kids. This show is seriously not for kids. It's seriously not. I never intended it for it to be for kids. And I really appreciate that your daughter is a fan and stuff like that. But I don't think that she should be watching this at this age. She should probably be watching this a little later in life. I'll still give her the autograph nonetheless, but still, I don't think that it's a good idea. So, I'll still give it to her, whatever, but, you know, it's just it's a little weird to think about a little kid watching this, you know? And if they say yes, then I'll be like, alright, fine, whatever. As long as you know, fine. As long as you know what the show's about and you still say it's okay for your kid, that's your kid. I can't say shit. Alright, fine. There's my pen. I'll sign right now, like, totally. But if they don't know, then I'll be like, mm, I don't think it's a good idea for you. If anything, I'll probably look at somebody else's fan art and be like, uh, let's say the voice actor of Kai, he got some not safe for work fan art. I would probably just grab it and be like, hey, can, can I see that for a second? This is what a fan drew for Kai. And they'd be like, oh my God. And I would be like, yeah, we get this on a daily basis. And we sign these with a smile on our faces and everything and give them back to the people. And some of them we keep. (coughs) So, sweetie, I don't think it's a good idea for your kid to be watching this. This ain't for kids. And of course, you know, that's that. So if it was Disney coming to me, I would say no. You know? I would like completely say no. I just don't think it's a good idea. I really don't think that's a good idea. It would amaze. It would seriously flatter me, but I, I just see. And I don't care how much money they give me. I would t- honestly try my best to say no. Cause I just seriously don't think it's a good idea. Cause I just feel like Disney would try to censor it, or would try to maybe change the plot, or all this other stuff. And I'd just be like, no. Okay. My story is not in line with the Disney brand. And I'm not going to rebrand my shit 
to fit uh, to be able to fit it uh, to fit in with your brand. So no, okay. And honestly, I would probably be like, if you're the one who asked Disney to consider my show, you're probably gonna get fired. Because if they agreed and I agreed, and, they, and then Disney figures out everything about my show, you'd probably get fired for even thinking about it. <laughs> like, Jesus, that's a bad idea. That's a very bad idea. But other shows like Cartoon Network, mm, no. Adult Swim, yeah, I can, yeah, totally. I could see myself working with Adult Swim. Actually, you know what? That would probably be the first person I imagined who would come up to me and offer me a thing. You know. Adult Swim, so yeah, fuck yeah. Nickelodeon, no. Kinda, no. Maybe give me the Teen Nick, maybe. I can see myself working on Teen Nick, maybe. But even then, that's kind of like, I don't really know. You know? So no, not really Nickelodeon. You guys have worked well. I mean, I love how you worked with Avatar. Because remember, I taught, remember, it's all this shit. You know, I take into account all this stuff. When it comes to um, TV shows and stuff, you know, for example, the racial representation thingy. Obviously, these shows have really great. Uh, these channels have really great representation, uh, rep- racial representation. Okay, and at the same time, they also have other representations as well: LGBT, um, gender. Um, honestly, they're kind of lacking in age, age representation, kinda. They're kind of lacking in that. I've never seen an old man or an old woman as the main character of their TV shows, or at least a member of the main cast. I've never really seen that. Never really seen it. Still, it's, you know, whatever. You guys are actually doing pretty good. It's not perfect, but at the same time, it's really good. But still, you know, I have different opinions on different TV show channels and stuff like that. Of like, "Mm, okay, you kind of went through hell up. Um, Rebecca Sugar went through hell and back with Cartoon Network. Like, she literally went through hell and back with Cartoon Network just to show a regular relationship between two people of the same gender. So, Cartoon Network, even if I did make this for kids, I don't think that it would be a good idea to work with you because I feel like you're going to put me through a bunch of bullshit too. Because you did the same shit with Pendleton Ward. You pulled the same bullshit with Pendleton Ward and I didn't say, uh, and no, I'm just, no, I'm not working with you. Okay? You did the same bullshit with Pendleton Ward, and he had to sneak that shit in on the very last episode. With Rebecca, she's been trying to ask for this shit since the very first fucking season. And you mean to tell me that you've been going through all this bullshit with her? I'm not doing this. Also, you fucked over her husband. You fucked over um, Ian Jones Cordy when y'all canceled uh, OKKO and gave him, you you got four episodes left. Finish it. And he just said, uh, he was stuck not knowing what to do. Either make those four episodes, regular fucking episodes, to the same plan that he intended, and the series just ends on a cliffhanger and that's it. Or he has to, uh, or what he did was cram all that shit. Like he had to cram three seasons worth of plans into four episodes and wrap up the whole series in four episodes. I think it was more than four, but still. I think he had like 10 episodes left. But still. <clears throat> still like so y'all fucked him over too and it's stuff like this that honestly I prob- I can probably guarantee you it makes decisions for up and coming new creators 
okay? It makes them, uh, it makes decisions for them. They make those decisions hearing about it themselves. Because uh, uh, Disney, even though I would love to work with you and stuff like that, I just don't think, uh, my main decision for not working with Disney is because, duh, it's for kids. It's family. I just don't think, no. That's my main reason. But even if I did, let's say that my story was PG. Or let's say that it was. I, w- I would kind of be a little hesitant to work with Disney because y'all were fucking with uh, Alex Hirsch when he was trying to do his show. Y'all were fucking with him a lot. And all he was trying to do, uh, the main thing that he was trying to do was just a fucking relationship between um, Bubs, uh, Sheriff Blubs, and um, Detective Durlin, or uh, Deputy Durlin. Like, that's all he was trying to do. And y'all were fucking him hard with that, and he had to uh, sneak that shit in on the last episode. Also, Wendy's supposed to be by, But that's another thing that uh, he had to confirm outside of the show. So y'all kind of were fucking with him for a bit. And now y'all are kind of fucking with Dana. Right now, y'all are fucking with Dana right now. Dana, I don't know her last name. She's the Owl House lady. Um, or the Owl lady. <laughs> the Owl lady, that's funny. But y'all were fucking with her. Y'all fucking with her right now. So, no. Nickelodeon, I love y'all. Y'all did Avatar Last Airbender. It was great. So, I know you guys can handle serious topics. I just don't think that I'm a great... I just don't think that my story will be great for y'all because, you know, this is not for kids. <laughs> I don't imagine it for kids. I never wrote it for kids. So, I don't think that this is... No. Maybe Teen Nick, but even then, I don't think that it's... I think that you'd have to make a brand new channel called Adult Nick. <laughs> Only then I could probably be on your thing. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't. I just don't think that's a good idea. Hulu, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I've totally worked with Hulu. Whatever. Y'all made um. Wait, what up? That wasn't Hulu. What's it? Solar Opposites. What is that? That's not Hulu. Solar Opposites. That's HBO Max, I think. I think. Hmm. I don't even know if Hulu make. No, Hulu does make its own TV shows. So yeah, I would totally work with Hulu. Y'all, to the best of my knowledge, y'all haven't really fucked up, uh, fucked with anybody. I mean, you guys did make Animaniacs a new one, but you haven't fucked with him. Steven Spielberg, I don't think that y'all put him through any bullshit. I don't think you put anybody in any bullshit, honestly. At least not that I know of. So, yeah, fine. Cartoon Network, y'all fucking with, y'all fucking up a lot. Because y'all fucked with, um... Uh, regular show, y'all were advertising Teen Titans Go so goddamn much that the last episode of Regular Show aired and most of the fandom didn't even know that it ended because you're mainly advertising the new Teen Titans episodes but you weren't advertising the series finale of one of your biggest shows. So, once again, another reason why I don't want to work with Cartoon Network. I would never work with Cartoon Network. Solely because the list of all the people that they were fucking with, just, oh my god, I can't possibly, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind if I had to put up with this bullshit. No. But Adult Swim, like one, I can see it because it's adults, obviously. They have lots of sex, drugs, cursing, all that stuff. I think I will probably, I think my show will probably be one of the worst shows on um, Adult Swim. Not worse, like it's bad, but worse, like oh, it's a little much. Even Adult Swim says it's a little much. <laughs> Honestly, I think it will be a little much for that. Um, Netflix? No. Mm-mm. I, w- I would like to work with Netflix solely because they're good with 3D animation, but at the same time... No, y'all were fucking around. Y'all were kind of fucking around with a lot of people. You know? Because you were supposed to be making the Avatar Last Airbender live-action thingy, and then what happens is the, uh, the creators of the show 
decided to leave y'all because y'all were starting to fuck with it and do all kinds of extra shit that they didn't even agree to. You said that they would have full control and then you still took over the helm and they left. So that's strike one. So you already know how to do the Dragon Prince, which is amazing 3D animation. If I could have the same animation as the Dragon Prince, fuck yeah, I'll be working on Netflix. But at the same time, y'all was still fucking around with them. So, and you don't tell, you're not going to advertise how much these shows make. You don't do that. That's a strike also, because, no. And another thing that also annoys the shit out of me is that you do the entire series all in one episode. Now, this is not, uh, you do the entire series all in one go. And that's, that's fine. That is totally fine. That is completely fine. I have nothing against that. You know? But for me, for me, I would like to be able to do an episode a week. An episode every two weeks, maybe an episode every week. Personally. That's just me. Okay? I get that, like, doing an entire season in one go. Yeah, that's great. Totally. Yeah, that's great, totally, and that's Netflix's prerogative, and they want to do that, fine. But for me, I would rather have it as a, an episode a week. So, because that's what I grew up with. That's, you know, everybody grew up with that. You know, you see it on TV. Um, tune in at 8 o'clock or something. Actually, no, Carson Network ends at 9. Uh, tune in at uh, 11 o'clock to see the new episode of Tales of the Crimson War or something like that, only on Adult Swim. Like, so I can totally just, you know... That thing about making plans for that thing. You, imagine you and your whole friend group. It's Saturday night. You're going to watch the thing. It's Saturday night. And it's almost 11 o'clock. Y'all got the popcorn. You guys got everything. And you're all hanging out at the house. And then you turn on the TV. And then you're all just watching. And it, it's great. You know, it's great for them. They could do this. And then they could all go. Like, as the episode is over, they hang out more. Everybody goes home. You know, that's that's what I want. You know, a little watch party, you know, advertising the big events. Now watch the hour-long special, the event or something, whatever. You know, hell, let's do Steven Bombs, you know? Let's do Steven Bombs or War Bombs. Ooh, War Bombs. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That, was that don't sound good. Um, let's do Tail Bombs. Tail Bombs? Mm, that sounds bad, too. Um... <laughs> I don't know, but something. We'll do a Stephen Bomb. Let's do Stephen Bombs before the Tales of Comes in War. Where it's like, you know, an episode every day for a week or something. I don't know. Let's do that. I would love to do that. You know? But Netflix, I'm sorry. That's my personal issue. You know? If you could and make it so that you do it every week just for my series alone, that would be amazing. That would be great. But I just, I, I don't. Mm-mm. Also, it's another thing about the advertising of the merchandise and stuff like that. Loki Disney be doing be ridiculous with their average uh, with their merchandise. It's annoying. Okay, I don't want mugs. Don't put my shit on a mug. Fucking crazy. I hate mugs. Fucking hate mugs. Like, you know, I'm picky about this kind of stuff. Now, Loki, this is a big distraction. Obviously, this is a big me getting distracted and talking about something completely different. But still, these are things that's seriously important to me, and I think that they should also be important to you as a creator too. <clears throat> because, you know, the goal is, at some point, you know, to put this story out there so that people can see it and like your characters and love your creation, you know? 
But at the same time, sometimes you got to think about, okay, who is going to do my show or my story or whatever with the best intentions or do it justice? You know, do I really want to work with Disney? You know, yeah, Disney is, it's Disney, you know? Like, yeah, it's a great idea to do a Disney, but still it's, you know, I love Disney, but at the same time, I have so much respect for Disney that I would, of course, go up to them and tell them, I don't think it's a great idea for you to take my show. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it matches with your brand. It doesn't match with my brand, and I don't want to change my brand for you. And I know for a fact you don't want to change your brand for me. So, no. I really appreciate it, but I just don't think that it's going to work out. And if I have to change what my story is specifically, no. I want to make sure, I want it very clear. I want to make sure that I have the ability, my story. That's why, I, personally, I want to do it all by myself, kind of. I want to do, not all by myself, but kind of, I don't want to be tied to a specific TV channel, you know? Because that basically traps my show. And if something, God forbid, something goes wrong, I'm stuck and I'm fucked, you know? Because that's what I wanted OKKO to do. You know, Loki, Steven, uh, Ian Jones, Cordy got fucked with um, OKKO. And, you know, I wanted him to go and do, do a different show. Take it and do a different show. But then I realized, wait, fuck. There's no possible way that he can. There's literally no way. There's no way that he can possibly be able to give it up to a different show. Because there's so much stuff about Cartoon Network specifically. So I was like, Fuck. That sucks. And that's what I kind of want. I would love to be able to... Not really love, but that's kind of like a backup plan. You know? If something should happen, I still have my show. And I can still be able to go to some, go somewhere else. Because if me and, the, uh, me and the channel themselves... If we are not getting along or we're not sitting on the right terms... I wanted to be able to... I can be able to leave. Yes, you can still profit off of all the episodes that we already made. But I want to be able to have it so that I can still technically leave and go to a different show or a different channel and be able to make more. Okay? Everything that I made for you, you own and you will profit the hell out of all these episodes. But I just don't like the idea of, you know, I just don't like the idea of being completely trapped in this one individual channel unless I can, unless I'm unbelievably confident that this channel is going to take care of me. Or not even take care of me, just handle my sort um, handle it in a way that both of us can co- at least be able to compromise. At least compromise. Okay? If both the channel directors or whatever, the CEO and me, even if we don't see eye to eye on everything, at least let us be able to work with each other and compromise. Please, at least be able to let us do that. Okay? That's, that's seriously important to me. And obviously, it should be very important to you as well if you do ever get a chance to get your story or your movie or your video game or your books and stuff, all that stuff. If you do get a chance to put it out there, put it out there. Put it out there and find out somebody. Me, I'm still trying to put it out there. And please don't make it seem like... Please don't make it seem like I'm a washed up writer or something like that. I have never put anything out. I'm a very huge procrastinator and I haven't even posted anything on my Instagram in a minute. A minute. 
okay this is actually why i'm trying to start getting back into this honestly so maybe i can be able to put this out and stuff like that and do my ted talks obviously about the things that i specifically put into my story because i witnessed the stuff and seeing this shit in other tv shows and just stuff i don't like about these other tv shows you know and honestly the goal and maybe one day when i do if i do get this to be a big thing i can be able to take my friends because I have friends that want to create. I have one friend, Eric. Eric wants to create his own, you know, TV. No, no, he wants to make movies. Because he's a movie buff. He loves movies. So he wants to make his own movie. And, I, I, you know, if I could have a deal with some kind of big deal TV producers, I would love to be able to get a script from him. And be like, hey, man, I made it. I want you to comment with me, you know? We don't have to work on a project together. But at the same time, I... Yeah, you can get your own show now. You know? I don't know. It's just... uh, I think that's the end of this. All right. That is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, thank you for listening to me ramble for a bit. You know? So, yeah. I'm still trying to do... I think, I don't even know. I'm gonna just do an intro and outro now. Alright, so um, this is going to be the outro. <laughs> this is going to basically be the outro of the episode. Yes, I got distracted. I did get very, very fucking distracted. And I, honestly, while I was adding music to my bits and stuff like that, I kind of realized that I constantly kept opening and closing the fan, you know? And I'm not entirely sure if, like, that's something that people can notice and stuff, so that kind of did bug me, but at the same time, I don't know, maybe, well, don't do a drinking game. I was gonna say do a drinking game, but that's alcohol poison. Like, you're gonna die. <laughs> you're going to die if you take a shot every time that I open my fan. You know? So, yeah, new. No, 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 no. Still, though, Thank you for listening, I guess. And that's the end of this episode.